0: amen thank you Jesus well praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. I think pastor's probably going to be getting some rest tonight much needed rest I already been driving for a while so I know he probably needs rest it's a long drive I think he said 800 miles, something like that. Oh, that's a lot of miles to drive. Wow. I've been there one time, and it's a long ride. Amen. Well, it looks like things are still trying to hold on by, I guess, by. I don't know what they're holding on by. But any day now, I don't know. I guess they're going to bust. So much warning out there right now. <laughs> it's good to take heed most of the time. I'm glad we're here to give thanks, yes. It's good always to be in uh, the fellowship of the saints, (laughs) especially uh, in the feast of thanksgiving, feast of praise and rejoicing, amen, amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the glorious name of Jesus, do thank you and do bless you and do praise you, Lord. Just humbly asking, Lord, tonight, Lord, for a spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Lord, for Your people, Lord. In the times that we're in, Lord, we're in grievous times, Lord. We're in a time of where there's gross darkness, Lord. Lord, in this time, in this hour, Lord, we always, Lord, need that flame to keep our lights burning, Lord. Lord, give us oil in our lamp to keep it burning, Lord, in this day and this hour, Lord. We know we'll get it through Your Word, Lord. And just Lord, praying for a hearing ear and seeing eye, Lord, and asking Your blessings upon the Bible study in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's turn to Matthew twenty-five. I think I'll start at verse 31 of Matthew 25. Matthew 25, 31. Everybody, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. Word reads this. It says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, Then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. Amen. And before him shall be gathered, what? All nations. And he shall separate them one from another. As a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And it says, and he shall set the sheep on his right hand. But the goats on his left, on the left. It says, and then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So as, as we have always heard, there is a us and there is a them. Yes. You know, we always consider the sheep. And I know my years of... Uh, my old conversation, my years of being what they call a heavy metal musician, that the, uh, I guess, mascot or main animal that represented the Satanists was the goat. Just as you know, when we uh, showed a little occult presentation, the goat head of Mendes, Yeah, that one is heavily revered in the Satanists. That's amazing, huh? Even in scripture, even to this hour, you know, we're considered a sheep. And then the Satanists and and all them that are against God, the ungodly, they're considered as goats. So there is a us and there is a them to this very hour. Let's go to Ezekiel 34. And I thank the Lord for being in the sheepfold. (laughs) Amen. 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 Ezekiel 34, verse 11. It's amazing how the Lord uses that term, though, huh? How he's going to separate just on two classes of people, sheeps and goats. It says, Ezekiel 34 and 11, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold I even I will both search my sheep and seek them out. Thank the Lord you found me. Amen. Thank the Lord they found y'all. Amen. I see my other sheep brethren uh, filling the room here. Amen. Verse twelve: As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Amen. That time approaching. Now there is gross darkness. It's not a darkness no, where there's no presence of light. There's a gross darkness where there's no presence of truth, no spirit of truth, no spirit of righteousness. People's eyes are just growing darker and darker and blinder and blinder and just don't want nothing to do with God. And they search the ways of evil and search the ways of lust and search the ways of just pure wickedness and the wickedness is growing steeper and steeper and higher and higher. Amen. And it says in Ezekiel thirty-four, thirteen, And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers. Amen. Plant me by the river, Lord. Like a tree. Amen. And in all the inhabited places of the country. And he says, I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. He said, I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down. Saith the Lord God, yeah, lie down. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I will seek that which was lost, and bring again that which was driven away, and will bind up that which was broken, and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will draw, destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. As And as for you, O oh my flock, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, Between the rams and the he-goats. Revelation chapter 16. I'm going to pick up now the time when we was dealing with revelations and the trumpets and the seals and the vials and pretty much tied into what all all the other things we've been learning about the temple and idolatry and everything else like that. Revelation 16 verse 1 and it reads this. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast. And upon them which worshipped what? His image. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea. And it became as the blood of a dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. And it says, and the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of water. And they became blood. Now notice this. After this was done, after the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of water. And they became blood. This is why. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and wast and shalt be, because thou hast what judged thus. For they have shed the blood, what did they do? Of saints and prophets. So we're going to start dealing now with the reason why this is coming upon the earth. The whole reason why the judgment is coming to this hour. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets. And thou hast given them. Because they have done this. Hey, whatever you reap. Whatever you sow. That's what you're going to reap. Has given them blood to drink. For they are earthy, Because at that time when they killed the saints and the prophets. They were thirsty for blood. Yeah. So if God for their thirst. Will give them blood. Uh huh. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord, God Almighty, true, righteous are thy judgments. Amen. Amen. He's going to destroy the fat and the strong, and he's going to feed them with judgment, huh? And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the names of God. Or blasphemed the name of God. Correction there. Which hath power over these plagues. And they what? Repented not to what? Give him glory. Even after all this. And again. And it says in the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast. And his kingdom was full of darkness. And they gnawed their tongues for pain and blasphemed the God of heaven. Why? Because of their pains and their sores and repenting not of their deeds. It's amazing. Even though judgment is component, man's just still hardened in this state. Won't repent, won't give him glory. It says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water there was dried up. Why? That the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And then after this, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of what? The dragon. Probably spirits of lust. And out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. What are they doing? For they are the spirits of devils. And what are they going to be doing? Working miracles. Which go forth unto the kings. They're going to work miracles, but they're going to do this to a certain people or a certain person. Which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world. Why? There's a purpose. To gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Then it says, Behold, I come as a thief. It says, Blessed is he that watcheth. And keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. Thank you, Lord, for clothing us. Thank you, Lord, for covering us. Amen. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. And it says, And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air. And there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And it says, and there were voices and thunders and lightnings. And there was a great earthquake. Such was not since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake and so great. And then it says, and the great city was divided into three parts. There's a great city that's divided into three parts. And the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon, Babylon, huh, came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away and the mountains were not found. At that time when every high thing is going to be just taken down and every low thing is going to be brung up. everything's going to be made equal at that time. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven. Every stone about the weight of a talent, somewhere probably around 100 pounds or so. But still, and it says, and men blasphemed God. Why? Because of the pl- plague of the hail. They wouldn't repent. They wouldn't know that God's trying to wake them up. But they wouldn't repent not for the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceedingly great. Moving on, Revelation 17. And there came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials. And talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither. I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Now we're dealing with the whole thing it's taking place. The seals, the trumpets, the seals, and the vials. One of these angels had seven vials and talked to me, saying, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. With whom the kings of the earth, the rulers, the ones that are ruling each country and each province and everything, even so like our so-called President Bush, He is considered a king, probably, of America, trying to probably police the world. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. What is the wine of her fornication? This this whore. It's idolatries. It's the idolatry, especially in this hour, that is just stacking one upon the other. It is getting increasingly worse and worse. I mean, you can go out there and just see just snippets of it. And you just look at magazines. You can look at what's being portrayed on TV, what's being pushed in the movies, what's coming out of people's spirits and what people's souls and what they're seeking after and what they're climbing after and what they're going for. And what, it's amazing. The wine of her fornication is something that they drink. It's it's, it's a byproduct of her fornication that spews out and goes out into the world and feeds the world, and they drink from it. Idolatry is that people's lust has drank of until they are intoxicated with it. And in the same sense, the kings have been given over to this idol worship. And it's a, a unique word in the Greek for fornication. It's a word called pornea, which we in our modern days time we call porn or pornography. Whereas in the sense that we look in the world, pornography, you know, it's like nudity that is to the extreme, that is exploited. But this is a little bit more of a, what they call a pornea. It's exploitation of men's souls and men's spirits to the uttermost wickedness and vileness. Pornea says the whore prostitutes her body to the lust of another. And that's what we're doing in this hour. That's what's going on in this hour, what they're doing in this hour. Giving out something, you know, to fulfill themselves and then in turn they're fulfilling the lust of others. Let's go to Nahum. Hold, our pla- hold your place in Revelation 17. Let's go to Nahum 3 real quick. One of them few travel- less traveled books, but it's pretty unique. Good book, though. Talking about this realm of fornication and this realm of pornea, this whoredoms. Nahum 3, verse 4 it says, Because of the multitude of the whoredoms of the well favored harlot, says the mistress of witchcrafts that selleth nations. That's what we see going on now, huh? That selleth nations through her whoredoms. And families through her witchcrafts. Talking about, and this one is a woe to Nineveh. It's pretty much a woe to Babylon. Back to Revelation 17. Verse 2. It said, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Then it said in verse 3, So he carried me away in the spirit. And I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast. Scarlet colored is something like a bright red. Real unique rich red. A woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of the names of blasphemies, having seven heads and ten horns. Hold your hand there. Revelation twelve three. Look at this scarlet-colored beast. Everybody have to say Amen. Revelation twelve three. I'll start at verse twelve one. And it says, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child, cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And it says, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon. What did he have? Having seven heads and ten horns. Looky there and seven crowns upon his head so who was this great red dragon Amen. revelation 9 of 12 of uh, chapter 12 tells us the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and satan there we go line upon line precept upon precept revelation 17 again leaving off or continuing on I mean We'll read verse 3 again. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman, this whore, sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemies, having seven heads and ten whores. So we just read about that. So this woman is riding a beast, but she's riding the devil. And notice this, and the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. What was it full of? Abominations and filthinesses of her fornication. Then it says, and upon her head was written this, mystery, comma, as just one name by itself. I see many times people put mystery and attach it to the next set of words. But it says mystery, comma, Babylon the great, comma, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. It's Babylon, the world. The great city. Let me read you something out of Isaiah 13 real quick. To back up what I just said there. I'll read you something out of Isaiah 13 and 19 real quick. And Babylon. What is Babylon? The glory of kingdoms. That it was Babylon now the glory of kingdoms. The beauty of the Chaldees' excellency shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah." So this Babylon world, a great city, was the glory of kingdoms. So it's more than just what has been taught to us. So upon this horse head, was named, written, a name written mystery, Babylon the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. In verse 6, and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. And we read about that in Revelation 16 when the judgment was poured upon the rivers and the fountains of waters because of the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. He's looking at this like, whoa, what's going on here? And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? And it says, Now I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was and is not. Hmm. And shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. And he's going to go into perdition. And they that dwell on earth shall wonder. And these people that are going to wonder are these. Whose names were not written in the book of life. From the foundation of the world. The goats. When they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. I know in the scriptures he calls it Apollyon or Baden, But that's still attached to the great serpent, devil, Satan. He's still that beast. He's still the beast. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. So there's a time coming, we're going to have an anti-messiah on the earth. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seventh, and goeth into perdition. And then it says, and goes on, and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, they make up this beast. They make up this Satan. The ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet. But receive power as kings one hour with the beast. It says, these have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. See, notice how it's tying together there. Who are they serving all the time and be getting power from even though they, they have power, are still having their power and giving their power back to the beast. Back to Satan. Back to Lucifer. Back to the great dragon. Back to the, the beast that the whore was riding. <coughs> Notice this. These shall make war with the Lamb. And we are part of the Lamb. And the Lamb shall overcome them. Hallelujah. For he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. So we, through the power of the Holy One, the Holy Lamb, are going to overcome these kings, these rulers. And he saith unto me, just as we read, The waters... Which thou sowest where the whore sitteth. We read that before earlier in the chapter, huh? Are peoples yeah. and multitudes yeah. and nations Amen. and tongues. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast. Now these shall hate the whore now. And shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat. Her flesh and burn her with fire. For God hath put in their hearts. God has done this. To fulfill his will. Because he is the father of spirits. And by his purpose. And by his pleasure. These things are coming about. Because he's going to do away. With that wicked one. For God hath put in their hearts. To fulfill his will. And to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast. Unto the words of God shall be fulfilled. Ah, that's all for the purpose of God's word going forth. And accomplishing what it set forth to do. And then coming and returning back to him. And then in verse 18. This Babylon, this whore. Notice what it calls. And it gets a little bit more in description. The woman which thou sawest is that great city. The whore is Babylon. Amen. The whore is the great city. Yes. It's not a city like Nashville, no. but it's a city like something that's ruling over the whole world. Yeah. Amen. You're telling the truth, brother. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cut clear. Amen. Amen. We don't have to, you know, get into the books and, and, and scratch and come up with our own deductions because I believe the word right here has done made a right. complete Amen. understanding of what's going on in the end time. Amen. Verse 18. I mean, chapter 18. Praise the Lord. It says, And after these things... I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried with the might, mightily, and he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, "Babylon the Great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils." And the hold of every foul spirit. So we know what inhabits this city now, huh? Come on. on. Now we can understand what this kingdom is. And what's inhabiting the city of this kingdom. Even though he's trying to make many kingdoms. But he's still all the kingdoms going to get up with their kingdom to the one kingdom. Because we got to understand that he wants to be like the most high God. Just as the Lord Jesus is establishing a kingdom. Even now in us, the kingdom of God, for us to enter into the kingdom of heaven, He's going to do the same thing, but it's going to be a corrupted and twisted and dark way. He's polluted everything that is holy and pure and just and right of God, amen. Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit. And a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. It says, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath. Notice that now, of her fornication. What is this wine of the wrath of her fornication? Wrath, it was a passion in this whore's mind. A passion to do something. Her lust to be fulfilled her passion, fury, or rage to fulfill her lust by satisfying the lust of others, thus imprisoning them. The whore is tied to the merchandise exploits of this world. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. They've lied down with her and partook of her idolatries with her. And it says, And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And we're living in that time now. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Come out of the world, come out of Babylon. That ye be not partakers of her sins. And that ye receive not her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven. For God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you. And double unto her double according to her works. And the cup which she hath filled, fill to her double. Amen. And how much... She hath glorified herself, and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, and mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and live deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning, standing far off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour thy judgment come. That quick. And it says in the merchants, of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. And what is this merchandise? The so the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and thion wood. All manner vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts, and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and the souls of men. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee. And thou shalt find them no more at all. Ezekiel 28. we we'll end with this. That thing which hath been shall be again saints that which what happened in heaven right. is, is still playing again unto now yes, Ezekiel 28 starting at verse 16 says this is of uh, that great red dragon by the multitude of thy merchandise Ezekiel 28 16 by the multitude of thy merchandise. Notice that. They have filled the midst of thee with violence. And thou hast sinned. Therefore will I cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. And I will destroy the old covering cherub from the midst of the stones of fire. Says, so thine heart was lifted up. Just as that queen's heart was lifted up. Huh? Because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. Notice the kings were. <laughs> All the mercies. They be wailing. Says 18. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries. How? By the multitude of thine iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic. We're living in the time of traffic, where men's souls are being sold as a commodity. Therefore, will I bring a fire, forth a fire, no, this, therefore will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee, I'm going to bring this fire from the center of you, Satan, Lucifer. And it shall devour thee. And I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth. In the sight of all them that behold thee. And all they that know thee among the people shall be astonished at thee. Thou shalt be a terror. And never shalt thou be any anymore. So that's the time we're living in. This is the thing that's folk. Kind of a little insight what's floating before our eyes, so we can get an understanding now who the beast was and who the whore is. So I might share that with you. The word shares it with us, <laughs> amen. That's a good thing when I like, Wow, that's pretty good, Lord. Thank you for insight. You know, we can be listening to all the prophecy teachers and be way off base, yes, bro Rich. Uh Uh-huh. Amen. Is that why it says Babylon is fallen, is fallen? I guess that was my question. That I yes. That is, I think for, for the most part, all the seals and all the uh, vials being poured out and all the judgment that's going on in Revelation is because of this very act that the whore has done yes, sir. and the beast has done. And that's what's going to be the judgment, and the things coming to pass to end this 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 whole thing. When the whole thing shall be ended, and and then he's going to be put into a pit, and it's going to be sealed for a thousand years. And then you know, Lord's going to loose him for a little while, but he ain't going to be able to deceive the holy city no more, you know. And then he's going to be put away for an eternity, amen. And then we shall shall we ever live with the Lord, amen. Because the Lord is going to He's going to establish a mighty testimony in His people through all of this. It's not in vain. Because I know one thing, the Lord don't want this corruption to happen in heaven no more. So He's going to put into it. I know it's, to, our, to our finite minds, this time seems like a long time. We've got to understand a day of the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. So it's a vapor to Him. But He's patient, He's long-suffering, and He's and he's going to let this come to pass for a testimony. And it's going to be an everlasting testimony. Amen. Because he wants the people to worship him. Amen. And he's going to be worshiped. He's going to be God, and we're going to be his people. And he's going to have a people. Amen. And, what, and our finite minds think he's doing something bad at the time, but the, the fire is there to clean us out, to purge us, to make us whole, make us white, make us clean so that... We can draw a little bit closer, draw a little, because he's a holy God. He's a pure God, and he's a clean God. And he wants us to get cl- cleaner and purer so we can get closer and closer and closer to him. Amen. So we need to be found in that day, I mean, in the sheepfold. So he can put his hands over us and let that, all that stuff come upon them. Because his, his word has went out, and it's going to accomplish what it's set for to do. So his other word goes out to keep us from it so that we don't have to befall the judgment. That's right. He don't want us to partake of the wine of the wrath of her fornication or the wine of, of the wrath of his indignation. Right. So that's his thoughts of peace toward us as a people. Especially in this time and this hour when we can look at this spiritually and not what's been taught. So we are blessed people in a time like this. For such a time as this. Amen. Amen. Oh, blessed Heavenly Father, in the glorious name of Jesus, Lord, we do bless you and praise you, Lord. Just humbly ask, Lord, you keep us in these days coming, Lord, for we know, Lord, the evil day is upon us, Lord. We need your spirit, we need your anointing, we need your guiding, Lord. Let your word guide us, Lord, Let it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, Lord, in these days in this time of gross darkness, Lord. May we, Lord, have the liberty to reach out, Lord, to those that need to be reached out to, Lord. Give us discernment, Lord, to reach out in these days in this hour, Lord. And, Lord, help us to keep ourselves in your patience, Lord. Help us, Lord, to keep your commandments. Because, if we love you, we'll keep your commandments, Lord. Yes. And in this, we'll stay in the temple, the holy temple, and we'll tabernacle with you in the kingdom, Lord. For your tabernacle is with men, as you have said in your word, Lord. And Lord, bring us to that day, Lord. We're, we want to come home, Lord, but as certain things, Lord, we must go through till then, Lord. Help us endure to the end, for the same shall be saved, Lord who give you the honor and the glory, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you all, saints.